0: back to another episode of let me tell you today we have a special guest jihad woods linebacker for the cougars jihad thanks for coming on
1: thanks for having me
0: the obvious news of the week is the pac-12 unity movement how is it affecting
1: your team i don't think it's affecting it too bad i mean obviously we had you know a couple of teammates you know opted out because they wanted to join the, the, the movement you know it's it's their decision you know but you know everybody's case is different you know, a lot of our, our players, they support the movement, but they can't really opt out because of their personal situation. You know, it's not really affecting the team that much. Um, we still have a strong relationship with each other and, you know, with the with the coaches. And, you know, it's been good.
0: That's great to hear. I love to hear that. So how did you hear about it just right off the bat? How did you find out about it?
1: I've seen it on Twitter. I actually got introduced to it a couple months ago, actually, when it first started getting started. It was just exploring it, you know, understanding, You know, you know, what they're doing, why they're doing it you know, it's it's a good movement. I'm all for it. But, you know, yeah, for, for personal reasons, man, it's, I don't know if I could, uh, you know, commit to it all the way. No, no, I totally get that. Yeah, some people can,
0: some people can't. Just a personal preference. Don't hate the player. Yeah, exactly. So just on a day-to-day basis, how has COVID changed your – how you practice, how you interact in the locker room? How has COVID changed the
1: situation? Because we know it's totally different. When we first get – like, we, we have separate groups now. So it's like four groups. And usually we, before COVID started, we were able to practice with like two groups and now it's four. So we start off in the morning, we get pre-screened for, you know, COVID, you know, do you have any symptoms, get your temperature, that kind of thing. And we walk in the locker room and, you know, it's, we got to have our mask on at all times and we have to social distance all when we work out, we have we always have you know you use hand sanitizer and we do our left hand running outside now, so that's kind of different. We have like tents with the uh, with the weights in the tents, so you know that's different. But you know we kind of use it to our advantage too. It's, it's a nice little mix up of you know running and lifting at the same time, you know doing that type of thing. You know we have to do all all sorts of things just to you know track contract chasing. Yeah, they have to do a lot of that and. You know, we have to go certain routes, you know. It's it's a lot. It's very different.
0: But do you feel like it's helping, or at least it has a sense of – if if you feel a little safer?
1: Yeah, I, I do feel safer. It, like I said, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with, and, you know, it's a it's still a lot of questions that, you know, haven't been answered. I think that's fair, yeah.
0: I, I would have questions just going as a student back to Pullman. I mean, I'm not going back, so I can imagine it's even more intense for you guys. Uh, are you guys – I know the NFL is doing the mask with, like, a face shield. Are you guys doing that at all, or is that –
1: yeah, yeah, we uh, actually just, we just started using those this week, or last week. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty weird to be honest, like it's kind of difficult to, you know, breathe on, but I guess since we're not used to it, it's kind of going to, it's kind of going to be uh, uncomfortable for a while, but yeah, we do use the, we do use the little face shield thing. So
0: as a defensive player, you ever looking at the offense during practice, and you see them huddling up, you ever like, oh, you guys six feet, uh-uh, spread out six feet?
1: Yeah, yeah, we make fun of each other and, you know, try to, try to make light of it. You know, it's obviously a, a difficult situation for all of us. So, you know, trying to make light of the situation and, you know, trying to do the best we can emotionally, physically.
0: So, obviously, new coaching staff, how do you expect your role, if anything, to change under the new defensive coordinator, Jake Dickert?
1: Yeah, I think last year, you know, my, my production was so up. Partially because, you know, we were all on the field all the time. You know, just the the difference between, you know, our offense scoring fast and our defense being on the field a lot longer, it it caused my production to go up. So I think that our defense, we have, I think we're, I think, I just think that we're going to be a a better defense in whole. So there's going to, there's going to be more times where it's, it's a three and out. More times where i'm not I'm not going be in on the tackle because I'm doing a different job so it's, it's 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 a lot to it, but at the end of the day I'm still gonna be making plays and still going to, you know do 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 my job so
0: that's good that's good
1: what's the biggest difference that you've noticed since Nick Rolovich took over I think just the connection from the coach the whole coaching staff to players I think we just have a, a way better relationship as far as you know them getting to know us and you know, them taking care of us and, you know, just having our backs through everything and just the the whole relationship aspect, just off the field relationship aspects, you know, it's been great. You know, we obviously haven't gotten a chance to uh experience them on the field as much, but, you know, so far it's just complete change and, you know, it's changed the whole culture of the locker room and uh, the team. That's
0: great to hear. I'm, ex- I'm excited for Nick personally. He seems like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So how'd you wind up at wind up at WSU? What sold you on Pullman? Because I mean, I'm from San Francisco. You're from San Diego. Totally different places.
1: Honestly, I wasn't really sold on Pullman. So I got my off my scholarship offer at of Washington State summer of my junior year in high school, and it was my first scholarship offer. And, you know, I, my whole high school career was me worrying about offers and hopefully me getting me getting the offer, a divisional offer. And when I first got the offer, it was from Coach Grinch, Coach Alex Grinch, he's Oklahoma. And, um, I ended up committing two weeks later. I didn't take a trip to Pullman. I didn't, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't take any any type of visits. I was I was sold on the fact that I get to play divisional football at the Pac-12. And, you know, I was the first person to commit. In my class, I only had one other offer, and you know I didn't really care much for that one. So yeah, I was pretty much sold, and I actually took my official visit in January. It was my like my second time ever being in the snow. It was hella cold, but you know I, I was I was I was ready to come. I was ready to uh make that sacrifice. Yeah, no, I uh
0: speaking of that, my first time I came up here, that was the first time I ever saw snow. Never seen snow up until then. That was weird.
1: Yeah, it's weird, bro. <laughs> so, so the, your first thought when you land in Pullman when you arrive in Pullman it's just the snow just the snow snowy everywhere I actually I, I had to land in Spokane and then I had to make that drive to Pullman and it was you know all the hills driving yeah that's rough all, all, all white snow I was like damn you know I, I didn't know what to expect but this isn't Southern California anymore yeah yeah facts so so
0: what was the biggest shock to you when you played your first college football
1: game I think the the biggest shock would be I think I guess the physical the physicality of it, but uh, you know that's something that I had gotten used to prior to uh, to the games just from being in fall camp and um, you know going against the big dudes every day and uh, yeah I think that was the biggest shock because my first the first time I ever actually played was against I think it was against Idaho in 2017. I actually I traveled. All of 2016, I traveled every game, but I never got into play. Were you a redshirt? Yeah, I redshirted. I redshirted 2016, and then I played my first game against Idaho. I got a sack on my first play. Ooh, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So was that a home game or a away game for Idaho? I think it was home. I think it was home game, yeah.
0: I guess it really doesn't matter. You're only eight miles away from the other place anyway. Yeah. (laughs) What is it like being back on a completely deserted campus? like No students. It's just student-athletes, basically. What's it like? You know, not as much people as it is during, you know, spring and fall. So. I mean, Pullman doesn't have that many people to begin with. I can't imagine what it's like when no students are. That's
1: weird. Yeah, it's, it's boring. It's boring, for sure.
0: That that's a fair description of Pullman. I would say with those students, no parties, no nothing. Yeah, boring would fit. Yeah. yeah. So, have you ever played in an empty stadium before, high school, middle school? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Doesn't happen often. So, do you think it's gonna have an impact? Like, does it? Do you fans make a difference?
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. You definitely, as a player, you feed off that that energy that the fans give you, whether that be you know when you're at a away game. And you're in mood or when you're at a, a home game you, everybody's cheering for you i mean you definitely fit off that feed off that energy but at the end of the day um i think it's something that we, we'd be able to uh adjust to just to, just because of the fact that we've we played scrimmages before in you know martin Stadium against each other so i think it would probably be, probably be similar to that but uh you know just thinking about you know having an actual opponent such as like Ucla USc I think that will you know, snap us out of the fact that there's no no, fans in the this, in this stands. So.
0: Have you seen any of the – do you watch the NBA? Yeah. Have you – are you a fan of the crowd noises? And, like in baseball, they're pumping in crowd noises. Are you a fan of that?
1: Yeah, I think the artificial fan noise is cool. I mean, it's better it, – I definitely <laughs> think it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? So I think I think it's a good thing honestly, because, you know, you, you don't want to be playing in this silent as hell, you know.
0: Yeah, that'd be weird. I couldn't imagine that. You know what I would love for them to do? I'd find, I would love for them to find a way for us, like when you guys play the Huskies later, for us to like, all the fans, like, get an app so we can vote up the booing, like, just boo the Huskies every time they're on offense. That would just be awesome. That's a, that's a good
1: idea. You got to oh, – yeah, that's dope. That's dope.
0: We should do that. Talking about the Huskies, obviously, this is your fourth and last Apple Cup. Fittingly, it'll happen in Martin Stadium, sadly, with no fans. But has the rivalry has the rivalry lived up to the hype for you?
1: Honestly, I, I didn't really um, know about the the rivalry until I got up here, so I started playing here, and uh, obviously we've lost every time. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's always it's, it's definitely a rivalry every time. You know, it's always you know F the Huskies. So.
0: That's that's facts. Huck the Fuskies. You don't like them. In Pullman, there aren't a ton of places to eat. In Moscow, there's more. Do you have a favorite place to eat in Pullman and then in Moscow, eat too?
1: Yeah, I like South Fork a lot. I think mean, I think that's my, my favorite place in Moscow. I like going to Breakfast Club. Yeah, I love going to Breakfast Club. I, I I usually go there like once a weekend or something.
0: What what's your order in Breakfast Club? What do you get?
1: I usually just get the home style, but then uh, instead of the pancakes, I get the uh, Belgian waffle with cinnamon. I think I I think I put cinnamon on there, other stuff. So yeah, it's, it's it's really good. Dang, that sounds good. I Gotta give that a try next time. What's next for
0: you after this football season ends?
1: You know, I do have dreams and aspirations of going to the NFL. I think mean, that's the main priority. You know whether there isn't a season. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they they're gonna allow us to have eligibility um, after the season. So I think that's something that you know I have to give a thought as far as you know if they give us eligibility, um, would I stay or would I go? I don't. I don't really know yet. I, right, tons of factors. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of factors. You know, I've already been you know thinking about it, and you know I'm just at the end of the day I have to make the best decision for me. But you know I I love playing here. But, you know, the NFL is my dream. That's my goal. That's the end goal. So, you know, I'm one one year away from my goal. And, you know, it's a crazy film.
0: Of course. I mean, who wouldn't want to play in the NFL? That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, would you be down to play a speed round of questions? Just quick, rapid-fire questions about Pullman life. All right. Yeah. Ferdinand's ice cream or Cougar gold?
1: Ferdinand's ice cream. What flavor? Cookies and cream. Ooh, okay. Clippers or Chargers? Ooh, Chargers. Okay, so
0: even though they left San Diego?
1: Yeah, I still got to go with the Chargers. I don't like the Clippers. I'm a Lakers fan.
0: <laughs> okay, Lakers fan. All right. Respect. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so how do you feel about Phillip Rivers playing for the Colts now? that feel weird?
1: That's weird as hell, man. That's so weird. I mean, just seeing him in a different jersey. And then, you know, uh, I have uh, Desmond Padman on my Snapchat. And he <laughs> he always, like, snap. He takes snaps of, you know, Rivers. And it's funny because... Me and him grew up watching him. Oh, for real? Yeah, so for him to, you know, be playing with him, it's just funny because, like, you know, he's been in the NFL since we were 9, 10 years old, you know what I mean? So it's it's weird. That's weird. Oh, huh. That's trippy. Okay.
0: Pacific Beach or Mission Beach? Uh, Mission Beach. Fish tacos, street tacos? Street tacos. If you could play any other sport in college, what would it be? I think I'd run track. All right, so is there anyone on the team who thinks they're, you know, amazing at like 2k or madden but just can't play at all like they're just beyond horrible
1: uh i think scholar thomas yeah i think he's better than he thinks he's better than everybody on the team it's funny that you asked that because we're actually having a, a, a madden tournament right now within the team and uh i don't i'm i wasn't in it but um i don't i don't know if it's still going but i think scholar's in it and he thinks he's you know he thinks he's hot stuff right now it's rough it's, if you listen to this that's gonna be a rough break
0: from dang yeah All right, last two questions. What is your single most impressive athletic achievement? It could be in middle school, high school. I talked to Kyle Sweet a couple weeks ago. His most, for example, his most athletic achievement was hitting like seven home runs in Little League in like a game or something like that. Do you have one of those
1: moments? Um, Yeah, I think when I I was playing youth football and I think I had like eight touchdowns in one game. Eight touchdowns? Dang. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but uh, at that time, uh, I was just, I, it's funny because I was bigger than everybody, you know what I mean? And now, uh, now that I'm in college, I'm, you know, the shortest on the field. I was, I didn't grow that much, <laughs> but at the time I was bigger than everybody, faster than everybody. So, you know, yeah, I play running back a lot. <laughs>
0: so what I'm hearing is, uh, Nick Rolovich should put you in on some uh, offensive plays. Most definitely, I, I I gotta blow him up on that. So uh, you're replacing Borgie in the end zone, just. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. You're in all the red zone carries. I like it. <laughs> Alright, that's awesome, man. I
1: right, so uh, where can everyone find you on social? Uh yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Just search up my name, Jahad Woods. I don't have my acts by heart, but <laughs> but um, I'm I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter yeah that's it i'm i'm not a real big snapchat i'm not really on snapchat that much all right thanks for coming on yeah appreciate it bro
0: Our Listen, active. i love walker but he looked like he was 18 or 19 he looked like a young guy man you should have done this guy right what i get him a stripper what do you want no, me to do here buy I, him mean, a I, drink. Mean, I get him a prostitute what do you